I have one question for you. Are you ready to do your fertility journey differently? Hey there, I'm Bella Hilton, and this is the Studio Fertility Podcast, where each week I bring you real, actionable tips and strategies to help you get your mind from chaos to calm and your body from resistant to receiving. So if you want to feel better now and improve your fertility, let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome to the Studio Fertility Podcast. I'm Bella Hilton, your host, and this brand new year has just given me some brand new energy and I'm feeling inspired and I hope that this inspiration comes through in this podcast today because I want to help you capitalize on this year. Set yourself up for a great year for your fertility and your outcomes and your life and your mental health and your emotional health, the whole bit. I want you to be living the most amazing life that you couldn't even have possibly imagined. That's always my hope for everyone listening. Because I've been working hard this past week and basically I didn't actually take much time off over the holidays, um, even if it was just in my in my brain, always thinking, you know, and I've been working on workshops and trainings and putting some finishing touches on my program, The Fertility Shift, which is my signature program. And it's, uh, just so you know, it's starting January 17th, so a week from now, if you're listening to this, the first day this podcast comes out. Um, where I can actually help you implement all the good stuff and, and you know, that I teach you on this podcast and refine it for your life and, you know, and even what I'm talking about today as well. And just so you know, uh, if you are thinking about doing something like that or if you did want to work with me, you can join uh, from today until January 16th for a crazy big discount. So I just don't want anyone to miss out who was thinking about joining or would like to uh, work with me this year. And also if you do join in the next couple of days, also you'll get some pretty awesome bonus material and a little bit more personalized stuff from me as well. Uh, so I wish you all would actually, so I can seriously help you. I'd love to jump through this, this microphone and actually help all of you personally. Anyway, like I said, I've been working hard and I felt so inspired that I want to actually start to really inspire you all more this year. Now, I know my last podcast was about don't set goals, set intentions, which is a great start because intentions allow you to point your life in the right direction without being rigid. And you can't use, you know, intentions to beat up on yourself with the same way you can use a goal to beat up on yourself with if you don't hit the exact mark, right? But let's look today at ways that you can really set yourself up for a great year for your fertility and your fertility outcomes and yourself personally. Because we know being in a strong and resilient body and mindset allows your nervous system to calm down, allows inflammation to calm down, improves your outlook, your relationships, your physical health, so many things. If you have been struggling to conceive, a new year can bring both a feeling of newness, some excitement, some you know breathing room, as well as at the same time bringing in some, oh fuck, another year? I really thought I would at least be pregnant by now, right? Because we all have a story in our head of how our life is supposed to look right now and it don't look like that. And then, of course, you'll have that thought followed by this feeling of hopefulness again, right? So let's, like I said, capitalize on that. 
Capitalize on that feeling of newness, of momentum. So this really is your year. So you don't get to December and like, fuck another year, right? So let's get on to the tips for making a great year for yourself. Because sometimes improving your life, your mental health, your fertility, whatever it is that needs attention in your life is a matter of incremental steps. We tend to live our lives bit too unconsciously, (laughs) believing that life just happens to us. It just happens to others and it just happens to us and, you know, we don't have much say in it or much power. But we give so much of our power away when we get into that mentality. We can affect change and influence our lives and our bodies so much more than we realize. So my question for you basically is, do you want to do this year differently? Do you want to experience real change in your life, in your circumstances, in your mindset, in your mental health, in your emotional health, in your fertility? So here is a bit of a truth bomb because I think sometimes with doing things differently, we need to hear the truth bombs. You have created the life you have right now with your current attitudes, beliefs, and thinking and values and life experiences, right? the life that you have right now that you have created. And that is to say, though, that it isn't your fault. We all do the best with the resources we have at that time. But I always do find that statement quite liberating, that we have created the life that we have right now with our current attitudes, beliefs, and thinking, and values, etc. And that's always said to me, well, if how I am right now, if my life circumstances are the way they are right now and you know all these things have conspired to get me to this point and I'm not happy and I'm not feeling stable and I'm not content and I'm not satisfied then if I can change even one thought or one attitude or one perspective then it follows that my life will change and be different it has to so then It's up to me. I have the control to shift directions, to change tack, to create something better than what I have right now. And I get to choose that and I get to decide. I've had moments in my life which I can only describe as, you know, massive storms, like the perfect storm. Times where I had every right to feel as miserable as possible. And for some of them and for some of the time I did, right? We're all human. 10 years of trying to conceive with 10 years of nothing, you know, that will do it to a person. Moments in life where I was so broke due to circumstances outside of my control that I was trying to find and pay the rent on my credit card. Do you know what that does to you mentally as a person? It is tough. Times where I felt broken beyond belief. But when I got that glimmer of hope in my heart again, because I always found it, when I allowed myself to see that maybe life could change, life could be different, that life was full of possibilities, and that maybe, just maybe, I was allowed to dream and have those dreams come true. Well, in those moments, I opened my eyes. I took away the fear and I opened my eyes and looked that fear dead in the you know, dead on. I opened my heart and I allowed myself to change my thoughts about my finances, about myself, right? 
I allowed myself to feel complete within, even though I desperately had wanted that baby to complete me, for example. I just put one step in front of the other and made a commitment to myself to do things differently to how I had been doing them. And that is why I am where I am today with the most amazing husband, a little boy and a life that I love. And the crazy part is that life always changed dramatically and very quickly to be positive again when I did that. It never took very long, right? The build-up to me wanting to change could sometimes take a little while. Um, Slow learner here. This is why I tell you all this great stuff. I want you to be quick learners. I want you to get to the other side so much faster than I ever did. So why is all of this? Because you can never solve a problem with the same thinking as what you got as what got you there in the first place. So if your life is the way it is right now, the thinking needs to change. You can't apply the same thinking to get you out of it. So where do you start? Yeah, that's like I, I say these inspirational things all the time to people and they're like, yeah, but how do you do that? Right, well, let's start here. I did all of what I'm about to tell you for my fertility journey when I started to turn it to be successful. So step one is to set benchmarks for yourself, okay? When you're wanting to shift your life in the right direction from whatever intentions you've set for yourself this year, know where you're starting from. It is key. It's like booking yourself an airline ticket. You need to know what airport you're actually leaving from and you need to know which one you're going to as well. So if you've decided that you want to improve your mindset, improve your diet and lifestyle, surrender to the journey more, give up perfectionism, be kind to yourself, whatever it is, you have to set some benchmarks and be realistic um, about where you are at and what you feel needs to change. Is it really your diet and lifestyle that needs to change or your attitude towards them? Maybe you actually need to give up that idea of being perfect and just strive for that 80-20 rule of living rather than driving your whole mental health into a, a dark hole trying to be like rigidly perfect, right? For example, so if it's being kinder to yourself and giving yourself more grace, you need to understand how good are you doing at that at this point in your life, like right now? How kind are you to yourself right now on a scale of 1 to 10? Like scales from 1 to 10 are always a great way that you can easily set a benchmark for something that you feel like you can't set a benchmark for, right? So how, are you, how kind are you being to yourself on a scale of 1 to 10? Is it a 2? Is it a 6? And then you'll be able to ask yourself questions, better questions, well, what would I need to do to take it to a 10? From a 6 to a 10, what needs to change? What needs to happen? And that is what will start to afford you the opportunity to think differently when you ask yourself better questions. Because you are asking yourself better questions, you are then living your life on purpose and not letting it happen to you and you take your power back and it feels good. Anyway, wherever you are, set some benchmarks, work out where you're starting from and where you want to go. Number two, find the people that are on your team, no matter what you're trying to achieve. They sometimes take a little moment to find, but it is worth the wait when you find the people who are truly there to support you. Take your time and they might challenge you and they might 
pull you instead of pushing you, but ultimately you know that they have your back and you can kick and fight and scream and get frustrated, but you know that they have your back. Too often though, I hear from clients who are putting up with quite outrageous behavior, what I consider outrageous, not just from people who are considered intelligent with big degrees and even larger paychecks, but from people who are just not kind people who have stopped seeing others as human beings with, you know, being fallible and with real problems. And too often we think we have to put up with it when we don't. Sometimes we just need to renegotiate that relationship for a while, put that person on the back burner for a bit. Now, funnily enough, one of the people you need to consider to be on your team is you. You need you to be on your support team. And you need to start seeing yourself as a human being. Do you know, like, I think it's universal. I think 100% of people that I talk to don't really consider themselves as human, as a human being who is worth it. But if it was someone else, oh, they do all these things differently. It's crazy. We need to start seeing ourselves as human being and give ourselves the leeway and the grace that we give to others. So you need to be on your team. You are one of those people. And from there, you need people who believe in you. So if you don't believe in you, maybe think about that. Number three, get and give that support to yourself that you truly need. So actually, two and three might be switched around, right? I mean, perhaps before you do step two of finding those people that are on your team is to get the support for yourself that you truly need. I mean, it's a bit of a mix. When you find the support that you really need, you find the people that you need to match those needs. So most often we find the support that we think we need, but not what we really need. We think that we need to try harder instead of taking our foot off the pedal to slow down. We think we need to find all the physical support instead of looking into finding the mental and emotional support we need. We think we need acupuncture but what we really need is coffee with a friend. We think we need validation from people outside ourselves when we need to give ourselves that validation. And sometimes we need that massage and sometimes we need that walk on the beach and sometimes we need to say no and sometimes we need to not go into work that day and sometimes we need to employ the house cleaner or the gardener just to give ourselves a break and sometimes we need to cry. And sometimes we need that takeout or that takeaway food. You see what I mean? When you know what you need and the support that you really need, then you actually find the people that you need. You know, most people, when I'm talking about a fertility journey, journey, don't think of a cleaner as someone that they need on their team or the person that cooks their food at the takeaway place, right? (laughs) Commit to yourself, not to perfection. This is number four. Okay, so I think another thing you can do for yourself this year is to commit to yourself. Don't commit to your baby and conceiving your baby. I know I always say things that seem quite opposite. Don't commit to perfectionism in seeking that baby or commit to doing more. I mean, the 80-20 rule is a great rule of thumb to live by with anything. Eat right 80% of the time, for example, the other 20% doesn't really matter, stuff like that. But yeah, I want you to commit to yourself, commit to your mental health, commit to your mindset, commit to your health, not what you think improving those things will get you. 
Let me explain. So often I see people come to me knowing I do a mind-body approach to fertility. Not everybody, just some people. And they hear the stats that programs like mine have shown to improve fertility rates by over 50%. And so they go, oh, great, I'm going to do this program so that I get the baby. But you can't improve your mindset or your emotional health and that mind-body connection if you're just doing it for a baby outcome. An outcome that is out of every single person and professional's control. Every single person and professional's control. Okay? Don't let anyone tell you different. And they go, yeah, I'm feeling better. I'm doing better. I'm thinking positively. But underneath the real change hasn't even started. They're not actually committed to long-term change. They're trying to change at the surface level. And the minute something goes wrong, then bam, they're straight back to where they started. What's the point? If we don't truly commit to ourselves, then we won't get the change we're actually seeking. It's so crazy that when you commit to yourself and you do this for yourself, those good things that we wanted outside of it actually start to happen. Number five, plan your self-care more than you plan your fertility. I love this one. Feeling better, feeling more emotionally resilient, having a better mindset and a better outlook on life, which we know can affect everything in our lives, can be a matter of habit, right? I cannot tell you, but the more I plan my own self-care, the more amazing things happen to me in my life because I'm literally putting it out there and putting out my energy and putting it out to the universe that I matter and so do my desires and what I want. You need to plan your self-care more than you're planning your fertility stuff. If you spend 20% of your time planning your fertility things, spend 40% planning and executing your self-care. The 20% of things you are physically doing for your fertility are just a drop in the ocean to what you can achieve through emotional, mental, and spiritual health. And if the majority of your life is going well, then the stuff that isn't going right is also way easier to deal with. It's a total win-win situation. Without getting right with my mental health, I never would have sailed through IVF the way I did. Without getting right with me and my mental health, I never would have met my husband, dug myself out of massive financial debt, or had my baby. I want you to prioritize yourself this year. I want you to feel deep in your heart that you fucking deserve this. This is your year. Okay. I should get off my soapbox, but I want to inspire you this year. And if you need that fire under your butt, then I want to light it because you are beautiful people and you deserve the best and you deserve all your dreams to come true. So if you need a little bit of fire and passion in your life this year, if you need that little bit of a helping hand, yes, you can come and join my program, The Fertility Shift, and you can check it out at studiofertility.com slash shift. Or just come and hang with me on Instagram uh, at Studio Fertility. You can find me, you know, there <laughs> or on my podcast. You can keep listening along. Beautiful ladies, I just want to support you this year and get you the outcomes that you actually deserve. And I shall see you next time. 
thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Studio Fertility Podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, go ahead and subscribe so you can make sure you know when the next episode drops. And you can find other episodes right now at studiofertility.com slash podcast. And of course, if you know of anyone else that would benefit from this podcast, make sure you share it with them and pay it forward. We are all in this together. Make sure too that you give us a five-star rating to help others find this podcast. And let me know how this podcast has benefited you by leaving a review so I can continue to deliver more great content that I know you want and need. And if you're starting to find that your infertility journey is getting the best of you, please head over to my website at studiofertility.com slash meditation and you can get instant access to a week of learning all about meditation, hypnosis and visualization, how to use each one and how they benefit you and of course some actual tracks to start to calm your nervous system. Each day you will receive a short video and an awesome meditation, hypnosis or visualization that you can do in your own time. And of course, access to those tracks for whenever you need them. Just head to studiofertility.com slash meditation to find out more. And I'll see you next time on the podcast.